everybody. Welcome back to Feathers and Friends, where I have a recent guest who actually did the mini with me on, on his theory on why games are harder. Sir, introduce yourself. Tell us where we can find you and all the other good, positive, fun-loving things about you. How you doing? My name's Chris. Uh, I've got a podcast myself, uh, Arkham Dropouts with my buddy Ian. We got some stuff on TikTok, too, I think, that we just end up coming up with. But, uh, um, yeah, man, I'm just just lifelong gamer. I'm around 30 years old, lifelong gamer. Uh, nerd by, really by trade, hell. Um, and, yeah, and I just love games. I mean, I've been playing games. Everybody who knows me knows. Every, it's funny. Uh, all the people that I love, I play some sort of game with. Nice. Now, Chris, I, I know that you said Arkham had three episodes. When is episode four coming? I think that we just edited one today and we're okay. recording tomorrow. So we'll have the next one out tomorrow and we're also recording. We're going to have some in the can. We're, we're ahead. We're in that schedule where we're like ahead. So we're, we're doing pretty good. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Now, I actually have all three of your episodes queued up, believe it or not. Uh, I was going to go ahead and uh, drop them tonight. And I was like, oh, wait, I've got that. I've, I'm actually talking to him. I'm actually talking to him. Because that's what I do. I'll, uh, I'll queue up a game like Fallout 4 where I try to beat it a specific way and try to throw it up on my YouTube. And what I do there is I binge podcasts that I've been missing out on. So Very cool. You are going to be my binge tonight, I guess, after I'm done with this podcast, man. Very cool. Much appreciated. Yeah, I do the same thing. Nice. So now I remember in the, the the after talk of when we were talking about your theory about why games are getting a little harder, I did find a very interesting uh, Reddit post where it talked about, uh, here it is. This was on PC gaming from techrader.com. Fewer than half of Elden Ring, Elden Ring players have actually beaten the first major boss on the <laughs> And uh, you are giggling hardcore. Now, I, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on that? So, um, so I knew, right? I mean, I, mm -hmm. I, I, I admittedly, not to repeat the story, but it, just in a nutshell, I had, I had admittedly stressed this a little bit where I was like, how many people are actually finishing this? You know, I'd gotten my ass handed to me a couple of times and in the rage, I checked to see how many people did it, but I just went straight to the, to the, to the end. I actually okay. didn't even check the statistics for the first boss. So that's okay. a little astonishing to hear uh that the first boss because usually i can hang with that um it's usually once it gets into that deeper meta or those deeper mechanics that like oh wow if you're really not if you really miss that you you, you require all the prerequisites to get through the game now mm -hmm. at this point um but uh yeah yeah it doesn't, doesn't surprise me <laughs> <laughs> i was uh, i was listening to pkn and one of the one of the hosts his name is kyle or he was what who was formerly known as fps russia and like, he's really gotten big into gaming with like all his Patreons and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, I quit Elden Ring. He was like, I quit. It's too hard. And I was yeah. like, wow, really? Okay. Wow. I'm kind of, kind of glad that I didn't, uh, that I didn't go ahead and purchase Elden Ring then. It looks like a great fucking game though, doesn't it? Or I should say. It looks it amazing. Yeah, it looks great. It looks amazing. I have, I have put like a, a goal for myself where if I beat Sekiro, I can get Elden Ring. Um, all these other games that I'm playing, sometimes I'm doing them for research, but like, those are my like leisure games. Mm -hmm. And so once I'm done with Sekiro, I'll make the jump myself and, and I'll see how it goes. All right. And this would be on what console or PC? Uh, yeah, PC. Yeah, okay, PC. I gotcha. Um, now in, in the whole grand scheme, I know that, uh, Xbox and PC and Nintendo have kind of died off within the whole console war itself. 
what what system would you say is the best system out there just in general then? It's weird, right? Because we're still in the middle of this transition in a way where, right, like we're even like just to backtrack just a little bit with State of Play that was just announced. Mm -hmm. Most of the games are also on PlayStation 4 because mm -hmm. we, we got, right, Sony got stuck in a transition where they yeah. can't alienate their previous fan base. So I think as of right now, um, it's weird, right? Because having a PC and a Switch is like your dude whatever you want to play is available yeah. somewhere um and the exclusives are great and they're worth it mm -hmm. um yeah I'd, I'd maybe say the switch man i really think that that's like yeah because like so for example today i'm going to be able to play mega man legacy collection i've never beat a mega man game i want to after beating metroid dread after beating another 2d sort of like maze kind of game i want to stay in that vein and kind of learn from that and I can just do that for 10 bucks here versus like playing it on a console or like the fact that I can play in bed is like kind of like unbeat. So I'd probably say the switch. I love the switch. <laughs> I don't know about you, but, uh, I got a switch a while ago, like, like long, long time ago, uh, fun little side story. I know I've told it before, but like my mom for Christmas, my, I, I came from a quite well off to do family now. Like I didn't realize how good I had it until like I actually joined the military. Okay. It, it was funny because then I learned, I was like, oh, I had a silver spoon in my mouth when I was kind of bored. You know, my mom was, was doing very, very well. My dad was a union plumber. So like, you know, even after the divorce, like that shit was good. And like these later years, she's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, just give me money. It's like, whatever you felt was an enough gift. Just give me the, whatever you thought would be necessary. So one year she, she kept asking me. And finally I was like, I want a fucking trash can mom. And she's like, wait, what? I was like, I want a trash can. I broke my trash can last week. I stumbled in the dark and I broke it. And she actually bought me a trash can. And so the next season, I was like, is she really going to get what I tell her that I want? Like half of me was like, maybe I'll just, I'll throw something out there that's so big that she has to make a decision <laughs> or I'm going to get what I want. And I was really hoping that she would just deny me. And my mom's like, what do you want? I want, I want a Nintendo Switch mom and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu edition. And she looked at me like I was speaking German to her. And she's just like, what, what's that? I was like, I'll send you an Amazon link. So we get there and I'm looking at this little box and I pick it up. I go, no, there's no way she, she went, she did. She got me Pokemon. Let's go on the switch. And wow. it, was, it was the craziest thing. And I looked at her and I'm like, why? And she's like, you'll see in a second. So my little brother, Yoshi has a, has a, uh, he has a Siberian Husky kind of Malamute dog or whatever. Whatever, okay. oh my God, whatever he is, I forget, I, I, it's, there it is again. I forget as I put myself on the spot, uh, but it's a big old, <laughs> it's his big old Husky. Right. And he had asked for a Roomba. Right. And my mm. mom's like, oh, it's the same price for the Roomba as a switch with your game. I was like, Fucker, motherfucker, Yoshi, you just had to ask for a Roomba. And so she's like, ah, it's worth it. I was like, God, biscuits and gravy. But. I got to play Pokemon in 3D and I actually got to throw the Pokeballs. So I was pretty excited. So that's I, pretty cool. Yeah. I, I don't know. How do you do it? Like, how do you play that little handheld? Like I always had to dock it. Is it weird when you're not docked for, for you or. So I do one of two things. I do this weird thing too, where, um, I was able to get one of those, I was able to get one of the Bluetooth, one of the Bluetooth SNES controllers. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so since I'm playing a lot of the 2d, um, like side scroller type games, 
Um, I can't play Dread with this. You need a stick. It's fine. Okay. Um, but when I do use this, whether it's like, um, whether it's on my monitor, I don't have a TV. I use my monitor or whether it's like, uh, on handheld, like kind of like facing me or whatever with like mm -hmm. the little kickstand. Yeah. Um, it's awesome to play it with this. And so there's always like an incentive or a treat to play it with this. So again, when I get this Mega Man collection, <laughs> I'm starting it with this. Like I want, I want the original feel, but again, I told you, I'm like that resto mod kind of guy. I don't really yeah. care about owning the original hardware. I just want the original simulation. If I can re recreate that, I'm in with that. So I love it that way. And that's also something I can't do on the PC. So I have to have these trade-offs for us. I probably just stay on my computer all the time. Now, I, I guess I, I kind of half asked, told the story to ask that question about the docking thing. So excuse myself, it's just there. Mm -hmm. um, but I am very curious because I know you had talked about being so retro. So when you were younger, uh, we, we used to go to this pizza place up in Wassa that, you know, we'd get a roller quarters and we played like Mega Man or the Simpsons or some of those arcade games while we waited for our pizza from Sam's pizza. Was that mm -hmm. your childhood? And is that why you're so retro into everything? No, it's more about, um, it's, it's more about understanding that like, um, from the moment I started gaming to where I'm at now, there were always these like pillar games, just like there were these pillar movies, but a movie is an easier admission ticket to see. So it's easier to see rush hour at the height of rush hour than it is to like play final fantasy also have super Mario 64 then right. Cause a game is so much of a more expanded kind of content mm -hmm. that I couldn't keep up. Right. And even at the rate that I was renting games every Friday, I could not keep up. So there's these experiences that I don't have. And I like talking about games, covering games writing about games, whatever it is. So a lot of it is piecing together that gaming quilt that puts together this, like that shows exactly what this medium does. You know what I mean? So going back is just as important as going forward, because if I don't know the, if I don't know the old, then I won't know the new, I have to know the old to understand the new, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. What were, uh, what were some of the pillars for you back in the, you know, the NES, the Dreamcast, the, the GameCube days? Um, so I, I was able to relive out a lot of those within like the last four years. Cause like my cousin had a Dreamcast. I was young. So she wouldn't let me play Shenmue, but she let me play like, the fighting games. So I got like the experience, but not the full experience. Right. Um, but for the most part, I play a lot of Dreamcast games. I always wanted one. Uh, my cousin had one. I didn't, I'm playing like, uh, the original Marvel versus Capcom two, um, street fighter, third strike, uh, uh, what's another one? Oh, I was playing crazy taxi. Nice. All those, um, are, there's a lot of arcade games that are on the dreamcast. So I get to play those too. house of the dead and stuff like that. Just kind of like going back. I'm like, wow. Like, do I even remember? Like, I can't believe this. Like this is so, so far back. Now, a lot of the graphics from the early dreamcast were actually quite smooth and rendered out. Like I remember playing. Uh, like at NFL 2K something or whatever it was, you know, the crazy mm -hmm. taxi. I played some of those games. Why do you think the Dreamcast was so much better with their graphics back in the days than say something like, you know, some of the other consoles that were out there? Sometimes I wonder if it is the type of porting that they were doing or like mm -hmm. the type of disc that they were using but then at the same time that same type of disc was their detriment because everybody was able to pirate games within the first year mm -hmm. so that natural structure of like we're going to sell the console we the manufacturer we're going to sell the console at a loss and make the money up on the software 
now when you can't, cause people are pirating the shit out of this thing, it's kind of like, oh man. Cause that console even had like pretty decent memory. I remember, I remember like the memory system was really cool it was where really at the time, where at the time games had like really complicated memory. Like sometimes it was annoying to like, that was another thing. I had an N64, I didn't have a memory card. So I was, I was originally, I was like speed running every game. <laughs> that, yeah. Okay. Now that makes sense. Like you're, so you don't get to enjoy anything, right? Like you can't take anything in. You, like you, you get the two or three slave slots, save slots on the card itself. But then if you're renting, cause you were probably doing what I was doing when I was younger, you know, we go to Blockbuster Friday night, you know, mom's got the, you know, dominoes in the car. She said, Hey, you can get a movie. Jared, I know you like the game. Go ahead and get yourself a game. So mm -hmm. you eat the pizza, watch the movie. And then I'm upstairs on my TV trying to speed run because the game is due back Monday morning and mom's yep. going to be real pissed if I don't have it on the counter. So is yep. that a lot of what you were doing back in the day on your Saturdays, Sundays? Yes. And then like, I remember I have vivid memories of getting out, I guess it's like before daylight savings here and it's like dark as shit in the morning. And I'm just like cold, little, just putting <laughs> my car, putting the, 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 the cold, the cassette, like the movie, like, so it's like, it, it must be like, uh, Pearl Harbor and like like Mega Man Legends or something. I'm just like putting it in there and I'm like uh, running back to the car. So yeah, that's very much my childhood. Yeah. I, I remember that a lot. Like that was, that was one of the, the most, like I still, like I still remember it to this day. Like that, like you're, I'm in school. Oh, it's Friday. We're going to go get a pizza and we're going to go. And it's like, okay, all right. And then um, now this, my childhood was very, and, and one of the things that I really liked about you, man, was that you brought back memories that I thought were long gone. And like, when I lived down in Houston with a couple of my buddies, we'd go over to Stoner's house and st his last name was Stone. So we called him Stoner because he smoked weed. But okay. like, he was the halo God, you know, we'd get over there, there'd be four <laughs> of us around the control and I'm the dupe. And he was like, oh, Jared, just go out there in the middle. I'll take care of you. I'm like, hey guys. And I'm just all there going down left and right. What were, what was like your quintessential weekend party with the dudes and games? Was the youngest. So, um, I had to always like earn my turn. So I remember like monumental moments, like in time through gaming, I guess that's why I'm just a pocket of those memories. I'm like equal parts, like protein and equal parts, of those memories. That's basically like my makeup. Right. And I remember things like my older cousins getting, um, I remember my older cousins getting halo. And I remember watching them play like split screen. I remember my older cousins having a PlayStation and getting like a Grand Theft Auto three and hearing in surround sound, like, why are the police so close? Like just being like, why are the police so close? And my cousin's like, no, 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 it's in the game. It's all, this is all in the game. <laughs> I never heard anything like that. You know, I never experienced anything like that. So those were like moments that like, whoa, like software did something and changed my whole trajectory where I'm like, what the hell is this? You know? So yeah, it was, it was usually stuff like that. I hate, I hate when they put a random siren in the song that I'm listening to because I'll be <laughs> driving down the road and I hear it and I'm like, oh God, I didn't do anything. All right. I gotcha. Uh, and it's funny because like you turn it down <laughs> and you're listening more intently, but you turned it down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, when you got to turn the volume down on a song to park better. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and it always works too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you were the youngest when it came to games. Uh, so you really yeah. had to, to fight for your spot in that. Yeah, because let me just explain this to you. I always, uh, I always tell my friends about this and, uh, I have like, cause like 
as a generation, we just made decision, made decision, made decision, mm -hmm. made decision. So we went from N64. So for me, me, it starts with um, NES. Yeah. I, I had access to an NES in the 90s. It was the only th thing we really had. I didn't even know an NES, uh, SNES existed. Okay. Then I got a hold of my uncle one day brought home an N64. Okay. Blown away by it. Nice. The fact that there was like 3D graphics and 2D graphics. So he would show me like Super Mario 64 and then he would show me like Mortal Kombat trilogy and stuff. I was blown away. From um, getting N64, I bought a GameCube. Now this is where this is where I'm telling you. Out of mm -hmm. the big three, I got a GameCube. Mm -hmm. Like I was the youngest dude. Yeah. You know, like my cousins were smart enough to get like a PlayStation 2. My other cousin was smart enough to get um, an Xbox. But I had a a GameCube. So like I was playing Smash Bros. They were not interested in that at all. I was like, yeah, this game is great. I love this <laughs> game. I still love this game to this day. I play it competitively now. But I I that's just that's a testament. Like I always tell that story to explain it. Like you you get exactly what age that kid was. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So yeah. So uh I, I do I do want to apologize to the listeners for for two things here and apologize to you too, Chris. Uh, so when I start getting ready for a podcast, I have a song that I like to listen to, right? It kind of gets me amped up, gets me ready. Uh, Spotify, for some reason, likes to just put it on repeat for me. So I'm like, okay. You know, I listened to it through it once. You joined in about halfway through. And I'm like, good. We're getting in the vibe. We're getting in control. So for the last 16 minutes, people have probably heard that same song in the background for like five times. That is funny. What song is it? <laughs> it's so like I'm gonna have to edit that because it's gonna go up on YouTube. Uh, let's see here. Um, where are we at? Oh God, where's my Spotify? There it is. Uh, so it, I was actually just introduced to this song actually by Brandon, a buddy of mine. It's called Cardinal Red, uh, featuring Mick Gordon by Monuments. Okay. It it is like, never heard of. Now the dude has got a beautiful like. So I'm a sucker for like uh, Symphony X and Kill Switch Engage. Those guys that can do the the little the melodic symphonic voices and then just do those growls with it, right? And he yeah. transitions so well with it. And, Wait a minute, uh, tell me that because I yeah. Go ahead and tell me the name of that one more time. Uh, oh God, what was it? Um, Cardinal Red by Monuments. Cardinal Red by Monuments. So I saw Kill Switch Engage yeah. um, the summer of like my freshman year. I fucking love Kill Switch Engage. I love okay. Scion, all that stuff. So nice. just in case you ever want to talk about that, we can go there. Oh, then then if if you're a fan of what Kill Switch Engage does, especially with uh, Mr. Howard at the helm there, uh, even though I kind of prefer Jesse because he's got that little bit more of a gravelly voice. But if you like what uh, Mr. Howard does, you will most likely like uh, Cardinal Red. Yeah. Very cool. Very so cool. uh, for everybody that is listening, I sincerely apologize. I didn't realize that until I was doing, I was checking some of the levels. I think I do that all the time. Like I'll look over, make sure the levels go okay. And all of a sudden I hear the music as you're talking about the, the nostalgia. And I go, fuck, I'm a 
fuck, I can't put that on YouTube. I'm going to have to go ahead and just, all right, we're 15 minutes in. Hey, everybody, I apologize. <laughs> so, yeah. Spotify doesn't care. Spotify does. They're not like, hey, you're infringing. They, they don't care. So that's good. Uh, I apologize about intruding onto your story. It's just that's what that panic was that you may have seen in my eyes when I was figuring out what to do and the lights were changing. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's totally okay. It happens. It oh, happens. my God. Okay, so you were at now. This is now. This is where I'm very curious about you because you were like Smash Bros. is the shit. Yeah. What about Smash Brothers is so awesome? Because I've played it a few times. I get the idea, mm-hmm. but like I suck PvP in a lot of things. Okay, I mean, I'm just not good. Like Call of Duty, I can usually elevate a team, you know, to a fairly good status, and then like I once they start to get somebody who's like as decent as I am, I'm like no, this you're just gonna win. Go for it. Yeah. So what about Smash Brothers? And I want to know more about the competitive side that you do too. So two questions. Yeah. Um, so for me, I thought I was like mute to fighting games. I, I, I knew all the little secrets in Mortal Kombat, like all the mm-hmm. fun things, right? I knew the fatalities. I knew all the different stuff like that, just button combinations. But I could never really put a combo together in any fighting game I had ever played <laughs> ever, 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 ever. So any of those traditional 2D fighters, I just couldn't really do it. A couple of years down the line, a friend of mine explains to me that like Tekken is a two button, or he says it's a four button fighter. Never okay. really, I never really gathered that concept. Uh, another friend of mine was like, yeah, and um, Street Fighter is like a six um, button fighter, meaning like three kicks, three punches. Yeah. Right. And then um, Tekken is two kicks, two punches. I was like, huh, I never, I just never really even understood that. I only had the codec of Mortal Kombat in my brain. So when they told me, oh, yeah, to block, you have to press back in Street mm-hmm. Fighter. Never registered. You don't, you never hit back ever in Mortal Kombat. Really? really? Not really. It's like, I don't ever think to do it. Like, it just doesn't ever happen because you have a block button. You have like a, a dedicated button. Yeah. Started playing Smash Bros. And all of a sudden, I could just like express myself. Like, I could, like, combo, 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 combo. Like, cut, 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 combo. Like, I, I could use, like, someone heavy, like, Link and just okay. understand that there's, like, a floaty nature to this. So it's almost like you're bouncing a ball, like, when you get it. There's a technique that people don't understand. There's a couple games that are like this, right, where there's techniques that you have to have to walk in. And if you don't have it, you don't, you don't know. Like, if you just try to play Counter-Strike CSGO right now, mm-hmm. if you don't have an agency with it, you're going to get mopped. If you've only been playing you know, um, Call of Duty, you're going to get mopped because this is not that kind of game. This is a more older style of that game. So once you understand the basic mechanics of like, here's a short hop, here's a full hop, here's a fair, dare, nair. Now I understand the movement. Now I understand the language. Now I can hear this person say this with the pauses, like someone like Mewtwo King. I went deep into their YouTubes too, which was kind of creepy because they're like younger players, mm-hmm. but there's players that are also my age, but they had these, these magnificent techniques of how they were like playing the game. And it was legible to me to, to understand. And then I could apply it. So I got addicted to learning a new technique, going home and practicing it, applying it on the Friday for the meet. I mean, for the, for the tournament. Nice. Then when you get to the tournament and people see like you're not just a one-off and you've been here a couple times, they kind of like, hey, if you just fair instead of nair at the end of your combo, you'll be able to like bridge the nair you want into there. And you're like, how does he know what I'm doing? He saw this over my shoulder. So then you start to understand 
you're not the only wizard, Harry, right? Like these other people <laughs> know what, what they're talking about. And you're like, wait a minute, what? Then you see him play and you're validated by what you're like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're not the only wizard, Harry. That was just, that was just too good, man. Because <laughs> That's I the see, feeling. I could just see, oh God, Haggard's like, you're a wizard, Harry. All right, next. You're a wizard, Harry. Next. You're a wizard. And it's just like you guys are filting out of this house. I'm sorry. It was too good. <laughs> that is the feeling for sure. Yeah. So then you just start applying it. Like you just start yeah. applying it and applying it and applying it. And then one of the guys that I would always see there, um, I would get into. So this is what I love about the competitive scene, too. You play your set, you lose. You make you can make your way up through losers to play the final again. Oh, okay. So there's always a second chance. Like as long as your your name is still on the list, there's always a second chance. You make your way up through losers, you're fine. Um, and I'll, I'll never forget playing a character that was out of tier. So like with fighting games, there's like tiers for the fighting games. Certain characters have certain abilities or certain kits, and so you can kind of designate who can do what mm -hmm. and against who. And so I was playing somebody that was really like low tier and he, and the person was playing somebody who was high tier, but you typically play three stocks on flat levels with no items in that game. Competitively. No idea what you just said. So uh, three stocks. So you can die three times. Oh, okay. Three lives. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But like the stock is very important. Unlike a bar, like an, like a health bar, mm -hmm. because I can use a stock to kill you. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Like I can bring you down during a, a reset and waste the stock and not even get the next one, but the game will end because you're down one kind of thing. There's like these weird techniques that you can use. Okay. So because of that openness, that openness is a really attractive part of that game that there's like a whole, it's not just rock, paper, scissors. It's like jazz. It's more like improvised. Okay. Yeah, so like any kind of game that has like fixed combos, it kind of just comes down to this like weird rock, paper, scissors at the end of the day. Like we both remember these symphonies, but who can apply it better? Yeah. It's like, uh, well, um, versus the expression part, the cat and mouse part, all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so through that, I ended up learning how to play other fighting games. And so again, like it, you're just in that community now. And now you just kind of learn how to do stuff. And then COVID happened. That sucks a whole lot of dick. Yeah. COVID has ruined a lot of stuff. Now, um, how far did you get in some of those tournaments? Um, so for a while, I was like really fighting to try to win my first set. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was really trying to fight to win my first set. I was able to make my way up through losers twice. So I lost the first round, but made my way up into losers twice while I was okay. playing another fighting game. Okay. So I was just about to hit that point then COVID and they, they I mean I, I almost kind of feel like you would have to have something fairly remote-esque I, I mean in today's day and age where I mean with all the esports that they have wouldn't there be a way that they could emulate a lot of that where it's like even though you are six feet apart you could still be watching the same thing on the same TV with minimum or even a one millisecond one millisecond lag on everything I mean shit my curved monitor here that i have is like a one millisec and it like still takes like hdmi and i think it's got a vga port in the back too i wouldn't be yeah. surprised 
the problem is the rollback net code and that's like a huge buzzword now with fighting games it's all the way up into the point where i played smash for three years it doesn't have rollback net code nintendo has made it um what rollback is is it's like we'll lag but we'll lag together you'll never Ah. lag out so we can stay together it's going to keep us together as much as it can that's like the best layman way to describe it somebody else who's like a computer majors probably screaming at their um their iphone right now but that's okay but that's the best thing so like for me with smash smash doesn't have that so well the problem is is like someone will just be lagging or they're not hard connected to their modem and so now we have to just deal with that and so that's what it just i can't even my friends are like dude you're nasty this is crazy when they would come to my house they'd be like dude you're sick at this smash shit and i'm like yeah i can show you how to do it too if they can't connect to me they're not gonna you know so now i'm looking for a new fighting game and my big thing is rollback netcode rollback netcode rollback netcode because i can't i spent three years learning this game it doesn't have any the community is kind of like dying out it's like not like it like it is it could live so much longer like this game is almost like third strike where like it'll never die yeah but this but this kills it you know what i mean like third strike has been around for such a long time that it's already has has had community support where you could play on fight Cade right now for free or you could play on whatever you know with another community of people which i do as well but for that game i'm locked to nintendo's will i can't i can't even on the emulation side i can't i can't but aren't they still like rolling out characters in smash brothers and stuff like that nope just ended so now we don't even actually know if there's going to be another smash bros game so that's why i think this one is the pillar of this is our new pillar this is our new melee. Okay. okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But I like, I mean, we're, I, I mean, I just watched uh, John Oliver actually before this while I was, uh, while I was kind of playing a little bit of a, I, I restarted a game because I didn't like where I was at and it kind of pissed me off and how the, uh, the outer worlds, I was talking to you about the outer worlds and okay. like, uh, they <laughs> The game is so different because, like, your, your starting stats for, like, the rest of the game are fixed at the very start of it. And I was like, I don't like that. I can't upgrade that. And, like, they're like, oh, here's some tips. And I tried the tips, and I'm like, even that doesn't work. And I was just like, I'm not going to do that every time I want to pass a speech check for something stupid. So I restarted, and I was listening to John Oliver. And John Oliver is like, well, we're making a comeback. Things are starting to come back to normal. You know, we're going to be able to go to concerts again. I mean, concerts have been starting up for a while now. Why is Smash not making a comeback now that, I mean, you could still technically sit, sit six feet apart. I have a, I have a 52-inch TV, I think, or 54, 50s. I don't know. I have a big, too big of a TV. Oh. And, like, yeah. I could sit over here, still see it, and somebody could sit on the other side, and we're definitely six feet apart. Why can't you do that? So the problem right now um, is that Nintendo has like pulled that game from tournaments as well. And so oh. Evo, Evo being bought now by Sony, what do you, you know, they're going to push a different set of games, mm-hmm. right? That are not necessarily, because I think Street Fighter had some exclusive stuff that was to Sony or that was to PlayStation. So I think that's also part of it too, because I think, that was a big thing in the smash community like why is it not why are neither one of them on there the community is still like alive but there's like a, this constant kind of like thumb really being put down and so that's the thing that sucks too about being in love with any kind of like japanese ip i feel is like sometimes it can be tortured in that it's it's stuck behind some sort of something that has nothing to do with your fanhood you, you know what i mean like it's not even something yeah. real or legitimate 
Um, it's more like just like a business decision or a decision from the top that affects like all these people who have tattoos now. You know, it's just like it sucks. Yeah. God, that's yeah. Which is weird because like World of Warcraft has been around for God knows how long, and it's like a mainstay in esports. Uh, Dota right. two, uh, t- uh, Team Fortress, like these are games that have been out longer if not as long as smash bros Mm -hmm. and you're like why the fuck are they still relevant but something like smash bros that is like the tekkens and like a lot of and it takes it it is more of a 2d fighter but it takes it to that next level because i've watched some of that stuff and i'm just like nope i'll stick to my tekken (laughs) yeah so i got you the the underground scene is always still going so like there's always small tournaments and small what i mean small as in like they could be like up to ten thousand dollar pots and stuff like that they're still pretty big it's just not getting this is a it's almost like an independent wrestling circuit and not getting any of that that tv attention it's kind of like well what do you think is going to happen right when these people's body break down or when they do whatever and they're not getting the same kind of bread they're kind of going to die out you know it's kind of like a a soft squeezing amount in, in a way yeah, yeah. It's like come to come to Raleigh, North Carolina, where we we've got a you know a one million dollar purse, but it's you know it, it's completely independent. There's nothing special there. The local news might be like, oh my god, TV five, you know, but that's about as far as it goes. Right, it, and it was just that million was just put up from the love of the community to do the thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you get enough people to buy in, they're like, hey, it could be up to a million. Oh, by the way, it's one point five because we had enough people enter. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I've never been to whoops I've never been to a tournament before. Um, I've been I've 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 half thought about going just to experience the tournament. What's mm-hmm. it like being in in that environment? So you usually go. I usually walk in. Uh, so we had a really cool one. My buddy owned this game shop. He put he built a retro game shop in the middle of this uh, this like promenade, okay. and like he took it's like right across from like a wine place. So like. I, I watch hockey, right? Yeah. And I always think about the shot. I like I love when they show the shot of the stadium. Some mm-hmm. some stadiums have like water and stuff like that. So they can show you like that big long shot. So I always thought yeah. like I always thought like it like that long shot of this place would look awesome. Like because this place is so cool. It's like really popping too. It'd be on a Friday night. Yeah. You go, you walk in. Um, I just give them my name and then uh I I go to the the switch that I might be on. I'm usually waiting for the promoter to or the 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 announcer or whatever because then they're going to tell me which switch i'll be on okay once i figure out which switch i'm on i will program my my controller my bad my mic i'll program my controller because i i use different uh controls oh, okay. put my name into the switch look at the character roster to make sure they have all the dlc to then know who i'm going to be who i can be against um and then after that i just wait for my set what? And I have my, I usually have my controller with me and I'm just waiting. There's usually people coming in. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Like, oh shit, that guy plays a mad, a mad Falcon. Fuck. Like, or you know what I mean? Or like you're, you're looking or, um, there was this kid, right? Oh my God. This guy was gnarly. He was, uh, he kind of looked like Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. like, like a white dude that's like, that, you know, is really good at basketball. <laughs> and he was so confident. He was awesome. He wasn't cocky. He was very confident though, but he played a good snake. This guy did stuff with bombs that I never saw ever in my life. Like projectiles get confusing. They can, they can become really confusing. You're kind of just like juggling and he would do it. So you, so you start to see these people, right? You see the persona of these people walking in. You kind of know what you're in for that night. Okay. Yeah. Was, was there that one person that entered a tournament after you had been there for a few years where you're just like, Oh fuck, I don't want to face him. That dude. 
that dude his snake was just so scary his snake was just like frightening yeah i had seen him i didn't realize i didn't know it was him because okay so one time i'm on instagram and i'm like oh man that guy won that tournament but i didn't know who he was i had never yeah. gone i was just i was just kind of looking at the picture like oh yeah that, he, somebody won the tournament all right cool went the next time i was like oh shit that's the guy like oh shit like i'm here like i went from like my phone to like being real he's right here right not like starstruck but kind of like i'm gonna get my ass beat by this guy like this guy's gonna like mop me up yeah but he was great he was awesome guy would always talk to you give you tips great was there was there anybody that was like a uh a diamond in the rough there where like you didn't you were just like that 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 dude or that chick's not gonna be close at all and then all of a sudden you're just like damn nice I didn't think I didn't know how close he was going to be, but I didn't know how good he was going to be. That's okay. the thing. I didn't know how. So there was this one kid. He comes in. He's like a um, a mixed kid. He has like hair like Sideshow Bob. OK, like it's just like everywhere. Like he <laughs> like he came in like hair first, basically. Yeah. And he had a controller. And so um, it's kind of like kind of like snooty in a way. Watch this. So like I like to play on the original hardware. Because I was able to get it. So I like to play on like the original GameCube controller with the adapter and all that stuff like that. This kid, yeah. he played with like one of these. Like he played with like like a fake. And the fakes are cool. Like you like you have to buy them a lot. You know, yeah. it's fine. But the fakes are cool. And he came in with that fake and burned my ass up with that thing. Like just knocked me out. I I think I took like one stock and it was because like he tripped mid combo or something. I don't know. Wow. But but he just like wiped me out to where I lost out of losers. I played him, lost, went to losers, lost, went downstairs to play Street Fighter, came back up and watched his last set. And I'm like, oh, this guy's going to win like this guy. Like, we should have just gave him the fucking money and, and then got a pizza. This is crazy. So, yeah, he was great. What What's so different about the OG, the original controllers versus uh, uh, a fake that you were you were saying there? So for me, the big thing is the gate. Um, like if you talk to anybody who has like a fight stick too, they kind of know this this jargon too. But like the gate is like it's if you look at the GameCube controller, it's not round completely like a like a regular Xbox controller. It has like these little notches. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. the game was kind of designed with these notches, and there's a technique when you're getting knocked off the stage because that's how you essentially lose. You get knocked off the stage that yeah. you have to do what's called DI, which means if you're getting knocked off, let's just say like southeast, you're gonna go the opposite direction, right? You're gonna you're gonna pull it the opposite direction, and that's what keeps you on the stage. But if you don't, you'll get knocked off or whatever, like at certain percentages. So people like to lock the controller in there, and then they also get used to the muscle memory. Which I'm not a believer in because I think that I was an athlete. I had a lot of superstitions. And then when I stopped playing those games, I realized those superstitions were not real. So I, I try not to do stuff like that hmm. anymore. Like when you say there's no muscle memory with a controller, you don't believe in that at all? I'm not saying that that there's none. I'm just saying that it's not the end all be all that we make it. So oh, it does exist. Okay. But to be like, no, 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 I can't play. Uh, sorry, Jared. So me and you go and hang out. We're at your house. Sorry, mm -hmm. Jared. I can't play Street Fighter with you. You don't have a fight stick. Okay, well, get, get the uh, fuck out of my house. You know what I mean? Much, like, yeah. that bothers me. Like, play okay. the game, please. Like, <laughs> as we were playing it, yeah. Because in the fighting game scene, because it's competitive, it's superstitious. Mm -hmm. So that's one of those through lines where, like, playing sports, I'm like, oh, my God. This guy fucking pulls his, like, controller in and out of his backpack, like, three times, like, every match. Like, I'm like, what is he okay? Like, 
I'm like, it, you're going to do fine. You're good. Like, you know, like you're going to do fine. It's okay. You know, I, I feel like I was victim to that too. You know, when I was playing sports. Yeah. Cause like uh, in insurgency sandstorm, when you need to do a quick reload, it's like a double tap R and I will almost instinctively do that. Like I can, I can kind of tell, especially with certain runs that I have where I'm just like, I was like, it's like, I didn't, I technically didn't need to do a quick reload, but I just did it. And then it right. pays off. So I gotcha. I got yeah. you. Now Counter-Strike, uh, I know you had talked about that briefly for just a, a moment there. What, so for, for those of you who don't know, Counter-Strike is a very old, like it was like one of the very first FPS kind of Call of Duty games that kind of came out. And I hate to say that, but that's kind of how a lot of people understand it. Have, now, even with people who are brand new beginners to step into it, what is, what is the big, I don't know, I don't know how, how to ask this here. Like what's the biggest prereq maybe that you need to yeah. know to get in? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Um, I didn't know that the cursor is so important. Like I didn't know that your, the way that you aim your reticle is super important. And then there's community tools that you download through Steam to put, make the proper reticle that you want to make. Mm -hmm. I also didn't know that the maps are fucked because the maps are from a system way back when, when we didn't really have the proper maps. You know, back then we used to do all kinds of stuff with maps. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you get a Ubisoft game and you get an EA game and you're like, why is the map like this? They, well, they weren't even all in the bottom right corner or the top or the left. There wasn't like a golden standard yet, like the way that we have now. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, it has a lot of that, but it's like fixable. The other thing is like, Oh, hey, you like to play as your favorite pro? You like, um, or you want to play with the settings that your favorite pro has? Uh, okay, so you want to have um, Schrode's layout. Well, you can download his layout and put it into the codec of the game so that now your mouse is running like his and stuff like that. There's all those little things that you just don't know that it's not Call of Duty. It's not plug and play. You don't just kind of like pick it up and play it or Fortnite. It's this other thing. It's this original PC thing that you kind of got to respect to get to squeeze what you need out of it yeah because i did go and cold cocked locked and ready to, to roll and i was like i fucking got this i'm pretty damn good i i think i played about 10 matches and i got my ass handed to me every <laughs> single match uh i think the final match somebody had texted me is like you're fucking trashed it's like this is my 10th game ever and the guy's like i'm sorry you should get your money back i was like i probably should and yeah. it was a free game too so <laughs> like that's how bad i was I used so, to get voted out a lot. Really? And I, didn't, and I didn't know what that meant. Well, I didn't know what that meant. Well, I have the bomb and I'm not acting like it. I'm not pretending. I'm not even pretending like I have the bomb. I don't even really know how to read the whole layout. Like I'm not paying attention. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, well, he's not detonating the bomb. So he's got to go. Like the first couple of weeks where I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, you, you really do. That's why like it's funny because a lot of times when I play with my buddy, we'll play capture the flag in Call of Duty or something like that. And half the reason why we win is just because him and I play the objective. And in in a game like Counter-Strike, you have to play the objective mm. because there's two ways to win. You can kill everybody, but if you kill everybody and they've planted the bomb, you still have to disarm the bomb. And not right. the bomb may be at B and everybody's flooding A. And you're just like, oh, shit. you know. So it, I like the game because it's so complex. And I like it mm. that it almost forces you to basically play the objective as your primary concern. Right. So, I like yeah, that. I love that. Now, moving on to more advanced games in my kind of genre here. Uh, okay. <laughs> did you hear that there's a new leak that suggests NVIDIA is going to be dropping the 40 
the 4000 series and the 4090 may be twice as fast as a 3090. I I think we're there. Yeah, I did see that and I was like, oh dude, this is going to be No, it wasn't that far back, but that still upsets me that it was recording and then uh, I, I somehow randomly stopped it. Mm. I don't I have anything. You. I don't have anything hockeyed. So we were we were getting very excited about graphics cards and we were talking about graphics cards and it cut out because Oh, that's right. I'm horrible <laughs> at my job here. Don't worry about it. Oh my god. So I, I as much as I would love to rehash all, all, against all those cards, um, I guess that's just a conversation you and I had. <laughs> still great. Yeah, still great. So, Chris, I want to ask you a bunch of questions because okay. I love uh, a buddy of mine, Eric, who loves to come on the show and answer the Reddit questions. Um, I always like to ask everybody a bunch of random Reddit questions to see where they're at. Very um, cool. And so I have a couple of them here, and I've kind of been letting everybody choose. Uh, are we going to go from seven to one, one to seven? Are we going to just start in the middle and call it good? Where are we going to start today? Um, Let's do seven to one. Seven to one. Mm. All right. So, original poster's now ex-boyfriend goes on vacation and sleeps with a hooker. Uh, so she she basically says, "Why did my next album? Why did my ex-boyfriend of one year uh, do this to me? She was an eighteen-year-old female. He was a twenty-three-year-old male. Now this has." There's there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the post. It's it's like a, a what Reddit would call a medium post. Okay. Um. Uh. So apparently one of the things that she said is that uh, she had uh, she was wrapped around his finger from the, when they were a little bit younger. Um. So basically, he goes out on vacation with him and a bunch of his buddies, gets drunk and high on on some sustenance, mm -hmm. and uh, was hitting up a lot of the local. The local working girls, really, to, to, to have to have some fun with them. And I think it was out of Jamaica or the Caribbean. Okay. Um, where did she did she even say it? Um, yeah, but he, like uh, it was just kind of interesting because two months ago, my boyfriend went to Aruba with a friend of his mm. uh, that I never liked. He said that he was just relaxing there and wanted me to leave him alone during this trip, which kind of hurt my feelings because other trips he's gone, told me what he's doing, called her at the end of every day. She kind of brushed it off. Uh, but then it was interesting cause like she would block him. She would see on his Snapchat met, uh, on Snapchat that like all of a sudden he was checking in at places when he was technically going to bed and stuff like that. And he mm. really just blew her off on like a bunch of shit during the trip. Okay. Uh, so, so his, her question to everybody is like, why would a, why would a guy do this? He would go on a trip. Then all of a sudden he would just basically blow you off for the first couple of hours, uh, you know, of the trip. And then all of a sudden just start to do all this devious stuff. Why might he do this? I don't know, man. I mean, to be quite honest, probably like being a pussy about like not wanting to be with you anymore. He just didn't want to like sit in front of you and just tell you or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When you're leaving a footprint like that, especially digitally, the problem with it with a digital footprint like that is it's deliberate. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's not like you weren't thinking about this. Like you were clearly doing this this thing or whatever. Um, so probably along those lines, like you should probably just break up with her and just have like the weekend of your life. Get chlamydia, get tested, <laughs> do whatever. Do whatever you have to do, what you want to do. Film that yeah. music video you and your friends want to do. Just let her go to bed. Like let her begin the healing process and then find a new dude and then 
you see that on Instagram, you get upset. Just live out the rest of the the plot that you're supposed to live. Yeah, I, uh, I I think like as soon as he decided to go on the trip, and then he was just like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna talk to her." Um, I think that she maybe she was just getting too needy from him, you know? Because like when you get a w- woman who's wrapped around your finger who cares a lot about you, like I lived with an ex girlfriend for a month, and I wanted to, I, like I I wanted to break up with her. It was so bad. Um, but it was just because I was getting to learn her quirks and stuff like that. But then obviously we ended up lasting for another year and a half or so. But like, to me, if, if you're in that space, I'm hundred percent with you, man. Like, Hey, just fucking, if you're done already, like you already know that you're going to go on this vacation and cheat with her. Just be like, Hey babe. Yeah. I'm going on this vacation. We're done. Bye. See you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she could be, I mean, that that's another thing too. I mean, she could be a little clean, but then again, I'm like, yeah, man, I want to kind of like do this thing and like be with my friends versus like get the fuck away from me. <laughs> you know I mean, it's like th- there's a spectrum and we can hit a spot on there that's like spot on with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I've gone on work trips and like usually when I was when I was really in touch with that girlfriend that lasted for two years, like I was very in touch with her. And one of the work trips was like, I just kind of want to be away from everything and, and just have this as a weekend of mine. And she was like, OK. And then, like, when I'd hit her up, she was very appreciative of the conversations that we did have. So, I, I don't know. I, I He he probably could have gone about it a very a very better way. Yeah. So. yeah, I'm married. So, I always just do that, like, I'm not kidnapped check-in. And that's kind of like, you know, when I'm out, <laughs> right? Because we're so, we're so close together. We're always so close together that, like, it's not even that we both need to understand. We both understand that, like, when you're out, you're out of Alcatraz, right? We have kids. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> this is all your furlough time. Go enjoy it. So Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, because uh, you said we should count down backwards here. Uh, people have read, who have ran into the girl that has rejected them in the past, how did it go? So, have you, have you first off, have you ran into somebody who's rejected you? Um, I think I did. Yeah, I'm sure at the mall or something like that. We live in like a relatively small town here. So yeah, how that how did it how did it go down? I think because we have that small town kind of feel, it's it's drowned in a wave of other memories. Like yeah, you were a cheerleader, and that time we lost that game, you were you were really sad that one time. You know what I mean? Like you were you know I have all these other memories. I went to like maybe fifth grade with her, so it wasn't like this sting or this blow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try not to do that just because of the short the small town that we live in because then everybody you see will be a knife or a dagger eventually you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i i did run into a girl who had rejected me uh I, i've run into a few of them um usually i just kind of skirt the outside i i'm very good at being hidden um okay uh because i was actually just at walmart like two weeks ago and there was a girl that i have not seen in a while and she was there with her husband and, and whatnot and i was just like i don't want to fucking deal with somebody like, I love her to death. She's a real cool person. I love her husband. Um, I've been trying to hang out with him for God knows fucking how long. But it was just hilarious because, like, I was like, I don't want to be seen. And so, like, I just kind of, like, skirt. Like, I'd see them out of the corner of my eye. I'd hustle to the next place. Um, the, the one time I did, it, it was just, like, it may have been awkward for me. But it was just extreme pleasantries, you know. It's just, um, hey, Tiffany, how are you doing? Hi. You know, it's good. Glad life's going really well for you. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I just thought right now, though, hold on a second. Yeah. I'm not holier than thou. I do remember I had a a time where I was getting a gift from my wife and I had to go to one of these places where I always default to the woman anyway, because I don't really know anything that I'm doing and I don't want to make any mistakes. I don't know if it was make makeup or a bag or something like that. Mm -hmm. I literally walk in hands up and I'm just like, I am an idiot. I'm trying to do something very nice for my wife. Please help me. So I don't make the wrong decision. 
And when I, when the woman turned around, it was like an ex and it was like, Oh shit. And when she approached me, it was just like, Oh man, like here it goes. And it's like a tab to me. I, it feels like tabloidy. That's like usually how I feel sometimes about people seeing me out in public who know me because it's like, we're all connected via social media. I'm not on social media, but we're all connected via that. So they see my kids, they see my wife, different stuff like that. Me and my wife went to the same high school. So it's like, I'm, I'm baked in. Okay. My wife, my wife's mom works for that same high school. This is what I mean by a small town. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I had my mask on too the other day at Target and someone made me out and I'm like, Hey, how'd you make me out? They're like, I could always make you out. I'm like, Oh (laughs) shit. Okay. So, so yeah. Yeah. And so she, I knew she was just fishing for information. She was just asking like a lot of questions and I was just like, really just skirting that, you know, as best I could. And I was like, all right, thanks for the lipstick. Bye. (laughs) You know, so. Well, did the wife like it though? She loved it. Good. Yeah, because I listened. I had notes that time. I, I I was like, I was like, look, just buy this. I just <laughs> gave the woman the thing. You know? uh, I, I've done that where like you, you you go to Subway and you're like, she wants this. <laughs> I'll have that. She says, yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. All right. It's been the last ten years of my life. <laughs> yeah. I've I've been trained very well, my friend. I've been trained very well. <laughs> Uh, I'm not married, but uh, we we will see about that. I still have to go back to GameStop. We'll see how that journey goes. Okay. Uh, that was uh, that's for an episode that's going to be coming out. Uh, actually, I think it was this Saturday. Uh, I went to GameStop and there was a really cute girl that was working there, and ah. uh, I was like, I got to find an excuse to go back. But she gave me that whole pitch to get like upgraded. I was like, I probably shouldn't ask her on a date or give her like, cause I'm, I had these little cards made up to where I was like, you know, it's got my Snapchat and my phone number on it. And it's got my birds and you're like, our dad would think you'd be kind of cute, you know? And, uh, I was like, that's probably not the time to be like, Hey, I know you just <laughs> failed at your upsell, but Hey, can I take you on a date? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want game infor- informer, but would you like pizza on Friday? Yeah. yeah. Would- want to come over play some video games we can watch free guy you know hang out with my birds we'll do something we'll do something fun yeah <laughs> i hope that goes well, we'll i see. do we'll see i gotta find a reason to go back to gamestop so we'll see so there's a guy here uh this is there are times i wish i was a girl so okay. i'm a 23 year old guy i don't consider myself to be trans at least i don't think i am uh, and I definitely, uh, I'm definitely fine living as a guy. I love sports, enjoy things, activities that guys typically enjoy doing. But there are times I wish I was a girl. Before I go any further, it's probably worth mentioning that I am a cross-dresser. Since I was 12, I have had a fascination with women's clothing. Whenever I like to be home alone, I would go into my mom's closet, wear clothes, all the good stuff. Pretty much you name it, he'd like to dress in it. I would uh, stuff tissues into my bra to make it seem like I actually had a chest. Uh, I f- the feeling of dressing up and pretending to be a girl was a strange yet satisfying feeling. Um, he says, kind of from time to time, I've been wondering how my life would have been if I was born a female. And I've been thinking about the aspects of a woman's life uh, I seem to be envious of. At this point, I'm sort of confused with this whole situation and I want the- and want to make of it. I'm wondering if I just simply like to cross-dress or if this is something more than just cross-dressing uh, thoughts and ideas. Mm. Apparently he's gone to a studio to like get a professional makeover as well too. 
Sorry, I don't like to like I don't like to read into a lot of stuff here. Like mm. like give me about a paragraph and after a paragraph I'm happy and content with it. So. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, uh how would we help Mr. Ken Smith 13553? I don't really know. I want I want you to just keep doing I just want you to just keep living your life if you dig it as much as you dig it. And now you have something to do on Fridays, but if you think that you if you when i want to do something i'm going to do it mm-hmm. so it's very hard for me to not right i wanted to do this i got i i left work knew i was going to do this i'm doing it um so if you want to do that or you want to just fully transition dude be my guest but if you want to just still i want you to consider the toilet paper that you're using to stuff your chest and i want you to consider how expensive this is going to get because eventually the rolls are the the amount of rolls that you're buying is going to ellipse the amount of silicon that you would just need to do this price wise yeah so you have to come to an agreement within yourself i think you should just go for it like for a week you know like go on vacation like go on vacation for like a week and just cross dress all week, you know, mm. get the, get the, I mean, they make fake, they make fake chests out there for like cosplayers and shit like that. Oh yeah. You know, like go on and they look very, very good. They look very, very good. Uh, go out there, get yourself a, a bust, you know, like get a whole week's worth of shit set up, go to some random, go to fucking Vegas of all places, you know, like, and then just check it the fuck out. See how you feel about being a woman full time. If it's your fucking deal good for you you know what path you want to go on next you know take that next step uh i wouldn't say just you know cannonball into the deep end but yeah you're right you know how much is that roll of toilet paper going to cost you to continue doing what you do and i mean dude if you find out that you you just kind of like it you know as a friday activity like you were saying man right yeah fucking by all means you know cool now you've got some tools i like what you said you said you're basically telling the user fucking be her yeah and decide to the extent by which you wish to be her mm-hmm. right like I, I i can dig that yeah like i i'm always i'm always of the mindset of it's like because i like when i bought my computer i was talking with my buddy alex and it was getting all prepped and ready for it we were going to build one and it was going to be nice and i had the opportunity to just go to best buy and get basically what i wanted to begin with and i was just like fuck it let's do it i'm here i'm gonna spend a little bit more money but i'm gonna have it immediately and mm-hmm. it was nice because it was like, oh, I'm a PC guy now. Like, it was enjoyable. Right. And that's – it just sometimes you get to dive balls deep in it and go for it. Yeah, I, I, I identify with what you're saying. When you cross that threshold and you're like, oh, shit, I did it because Windows didn't crash because it's yeah. on because <laughs> yeah. I'm using it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I totally believe that for this person, for this thing, 100%. Yeah, most definitely because if it's if – you're, if you're too afraid to do it, and you have those moments where you're too afraid to do it. If you never try it, you, you'll never know what's going to come of it. I mean, that's how I got a relationship out of my life. I fucking, I went, I went for it and it worked kind of okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is their name again? Uh, I clicked off of it, to be honest with you. OP, be her if you're listening to this. <laughs> I, I used to cut these up, to be honest with you, and send them out. And then I was like, mm. so, and then you look at like how old some of them were posted. I'm like, oh, this is five days ago. Yeah, they're, right. they don't care. <laughs> yeah. This one is, is actually a little bit newer. Uh, psychedelic 
cunt, eight, uh, psychedelic cunt is her name. She spelled it with an X instead of a U, but I know what she was going for. I Would it be it. weird if I went to the movies alone? I'm an 18-year-old female. I want to go to the new Batman movie, but none of my friends are interested in seeing it, and I want to go see it bad because I like Robert Pat or I love Robert Pattinson, uh, and I've seen clips and heard it's really good. I have social social anxiety, so I feel like it would be really awkward to go by myself. Uh, and then she kind of goes into some other stuff here. So, what would your uh, Miss Psychedelic here? How would you help her out? Well, there's nothing wrong with going to a movie by yourself. There's like absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with even like eating by yourself. There's nothing wrong with any of that shit. But what I do want to ask you is uh, if you're socially, if you have social anxiety, what I, the, the rebuttal that I have to you is if you watch the film by yourself, will you be so self-conscious that you're constantly just thinking about your environment and not watching the film? I'm very big on experiences and you only really get one experience when you're watching a film for the first time, especially in the theater. You've already paid the money. You already have your popcorn. You already mixed the M&Ms in there. You already have your Coke, right? It's this experience. It's this thing. So if it's going to ruin the experience for you, do not. But if it's going to enhance it or keep it at like a, a place that you think you're you're cool at, by all means, go see that fucking movie by yourself. I'm a, I do I do shit all by, I do my, I do shit all by myself all the time. Um, I even though I technically kind of work a, a nine to five ish job, a mm. lot of the people that I work with, like they're teachers, they're we're on totally different schedules than I am. And so a lot of times, like I, when I was a part of that movie podcast for a little while, like I literally, like I had nobody to go see Spider-Man with. Everybody had seen it Thursday and Friday. And it was like, I should probably go see it for the Sunday show because we're going to talk about it. So right. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. at the movie theater, I was one of many people that were going in there by themselves. Mm -hmm. um, hell, you could strike up conversations. The person next to you is like, like the dude that I was sitting next to was pretty nice. Like I loved it. I talked to him and we both ended up having a conversation after the movie about how great it was. Yeah. Uh, the dude who sat on my other side was a, was a douchebag cause he brought his girlfriend who knew nothing about the movies. Um, but like you can meet people there and all of a sudden you're no longer going with just by yourself. You've technically got a friend who went there by himself too, or herself too. So right. just go, it doesn't matter. And I mean, worst case scenario, like when it comes to food, just get mine to go, come back home, hang out with the birds, and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, 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 like, I have a feeling the next three questions that we have here are going to have a lot of the same answers. I was hoping for a different answer, but all right. Okay. Uh, here's a really good one that has very, very little context. Is it weird to date my old foster mom? <laughs> I have, I have aged out. I'm in my 20s. Uh, so I aged out of foster care years ago, and there was a single foster mom who cared for me a lot and was very sweet. She has never, she was never inappropriate, just very motherly and kind. I saw her profile on a dating app. Uh, would it be odd if I asked her out? Now, he does come in, because there are some snippets that I found here as I was waiting for you to come through. I said, I am not sure what she thinks of me. I really struggle with attachment issues, so this stuff is hard. Um, he says that he doesn't, he likes how that she's caring and that she's kept him safe through a lot of shit. Uh, he is seeing a therapist and, uh, she, wh where was it here? Oh, excuse me. Cause it has 151 down votes. It said, uh, the, uh, one of the comments was, yes, it would be weird if you would aim to make it romantic. If you just wanted to be friends, it would be sweet. And he's like, yeah, romance was the goal. So like he, he wants to like have a true brew true blue relationship with his foster mom look man hard pivot 
and just get into like older women instead because like you can't have this one you you get what i mean so you can just like hard pivot in the other direction but like it's hard to not make that not okay like it's it's like it's hard to make that okay rather like it's not it's just not like any kind of person that's in like this motherly space once you add that sexual element to there it's like this it's it's as weird as game of thrones it's as like it's as like uh <laughs> as game of thrones you know what i mean i mean so like when i found out i was adopted a lot of shit kind of made sense to me and and so kind of like i feel I feel like I get sad boyfriend 33 here because like when like, and I always tell this story cause like I had a, I had a very attractive cousin. Like she was basically a stripper. She, she called it something else. And like, I would see pictures of her on Facebook and all that, the creepy weird guy comments. But like when I was younger, I was like, why is she kind of cute? Like she's my cousin. I shouldn't be thinking this. And I remember one day my mom's like, Hey, you're Jared, you're adopted. I was like, Oh, cause she's not blood. You know, like it, it's just that you have that blood experience. And when somebody's not blood, shit can get kind of weird, you know, sure. like, and just for, for clarification, I do not find my cousin attractive anymore. It was just one of those weird adolescent things that I was going. No, through. but I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But like, there's going to be some shit. If you go into this, like be ready for some drama, you may not be ready to handle. <laughs> like, you, you know, like there's, there's some shit like, yeah, like you're about ready to fucking touch on some stuff that maybe you don't want to touch on. Right. But my question is like, how old is she? You know what True. I mean? True. Right. Because now just from assumption, she could have been like 23, 25, you know, and like he could have been 15 when they met up. So 10 years later, she's 35. He's in his 25, you know, that's not that bad, but like, yeah, bro. If she was like 30, 40 when you met her as like a teenager or some shit. Yeah. Ugh, fuck. Yeah, it's less about age for me and more about role. Yeah. So if I gave you the role of sister, that means I that means I I, I turned all those toggles off. Or if I gave you the role of mother or you were the played the role of mother, all those toggles are off. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm glad you're gonna go see a therapist, but bro. You're about to open up a can of fucking worms that you may not want to touch. <laughs> Hard pivot towards just a woman that like that. It just cannot be that one. Another foster woman from a d different foster place. It cannot just be this one, though. I'd say go for it, though. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie dude i've 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 got some shit i've got some stuff that that like excites me and i'm like fuck it dude like be ready but like fuck it just drop it. <laughs> turn the car on just you know head head down the highway drop it in fifth gear and go big man i mean like i said get ready for some shit but like all right but what are the so in my mind these two outcomes though right it, it goes for it <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing it's the greatest thing ever it's the it's it's all ecstasy that he can think of it's everything but he but then he asks her and it doesn't go well and like the police are involved now and like they're escorting him and like his hands are behind his back or something. <laughs> i see these two storylines and i i feel like one is more possible than the other i i, I feel, I feel like for you sad boy 
I feel like the cops are going to be the, the, the cops are this maybe a little that's 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 a that's a you know a Fox drama news story that people are hoping for, <laughs> but like I don't know I just bro, like you got a kink there, bud. You do go for it. Because the only reason why I suggest that right is because she's not. It's not like she. It's not like, yeah, she wants to do it, but I feel weird. It's him. Yeah. It's it's like him projected, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I like, because I mean, like he says he has those attachment issues, like, and it's weird, but like, dude, any girl that's just like, oh, hi, Jared, how are you doing today? It's like, I'm thinking of taking you to the courthouse and marrying you because you're so <laughs> kind to me, you right. know, but like, I don't know. I, I just, I, I honestly think that it it's kind of like the cross dressing dude you know like just fucking go for it dude like yeah this this thing's maybe a couple steps above you know maybe maybe this is a few more pillars out out there but like yeah you never know until you just give it a shot you know it's like no oh, okay so i don't like being pegged all right cool no big deal <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. so yeah the ball gag thing's just not really my thing i like to actually be able to say the safe word but we'll try again yeah that's like yeah whoops yeah ah all right, now, now speaking of safe words and stuff here, uh, so my boyfriend has been lying about his age and identity all along. Uh, <sighs> so this one is is really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of sum it up. Uh, she was 16. He said he was 17. Turns out uh, he's like, where was it here? He's 20 years old. He's actually a mechanic. Um, and uh, like yeah, so like I'm 16. My boyfriend Greg. Uh, told me that he was 17. No biggie. When you're apart, we've been amazing together. Uh, I've never loved. I've never loved someone so highly. Everything is amazing. Our sexual preferences align. He's met my parents. My parents are hesitant, but I've somehow convinced them that he's a friend. Uh, blah 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 blah. Like he's into motorcycles. Like he's everything a 20 year old mechanic would be. And like her parents saw through the the facade immediately. But she's like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, yeah, he is most definitely not a 17-year-old from another high school. He's actually a 20-year-old mechanic. Um, so what is your advice to Avery Loves Books? Avery Run. Like, it, it, never, it never makes sense at the time. But, like, why does this guy – it doesn't make sense at the time because you're 16. But it's like, why does this guy like you? You know what I mean? Like – I'm not saying that you're not sophisticated. Mm. I'm not saying that you're not whatever, but like 20 year old women, especially too, for me, I, I like, like older women. I feel weird about younger women. It's just always just the, 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 the stigma to me, is just weird. I'm just like, Oh, like, did you cradle Robert? Did you red shirt her? Did you, were you her teacher? <laughs> you know, I don't want to, you know, like, um, so that's always a thing for me. Um, and then, and then to actively, so it's not, it's not that you were honest about being 20. It's that, you're playing the role of like the, the, a, a guy who goes to an, an adjacent high school. I don't understand because like uh, like it doesn't it doesn't go into depth with like what his lies were. Like it, it it talks about some of the lies, but it's just like, well, why haven't it? You know, like I can I can just imagine, um, you know, some of the conversations that they would have to have. It's like, hey, I haven't seen you around school. And he's like, oh, I, I go to whatever you know, high school or whatever. Like yeah. he's gonna have to actively come up with some conversation as to why they don't hang out at school or why she never <laughs> sees them. And like you know, I'm just coming up with all these thoughts and 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 in my head, I mean, the I wouldn't say run. But I would just ask him, like, straight up, be like, why? Why did you feel the need to lie about all this shit? 
Because, like, my biggest thing is if, if you like somebody, you like them. Now, I'm not saying that the 20 and a 20 year old and a 16 year old are okay. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'd ask him, like, be like, hey, why did you lie? You know, like, we could have been just friends and we could have just seen how things worked out until I was 18. I'm not saying it's right, but still, like, and then depending upon his answers, you know, either, you know, bring one up in between his legs and then run, you know, depending <laughs> upon what he was talking about. But yeah, like, because like on what you were saying, man, like I'm cool with younger women. I prefer older women myself as well, too, because they yeah. they're a little bit more headstrong. And the couple of the younger women that I've dated, it's been a very interesting. But right. like. I mean. Have you ever seen Chris Hansen or uh, To Catch a Predator or anything crazy yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. They're, one of their most recent ones that they brought up is where they caught an 18-year-old guy who had literally just graduated high school like a few weeks ago or like a few months ago. And he was talking to one of their decoys who, who was actually 16 or 17 or something like that. Like not very far off from who he would have been hanging out in school. And I mean, I feel like as a 20-year-old, if he is lying about going to high school and being that younger guy, is he mentally there? Has he actually officially left high school? Is he one of those people that just hasn't left that mentality yet? You know, that's typically where I go. Like that's mm -hmm. typically where my mind is at, where um, that's the part where I'm like, well, what is it exactly that you see then here? Yeah. Right. Something more simple, something that doesn't understand taxes yet. What do you see here? What's appetizing here? Right. That's the thing that gets me. It's just like, uh, what do we have in common? Like, what do I have in common with like a 16 year old? I mean, I'm almost 30 now. And I think, what do I have in common with an 18 year old? I don't really have much in common with that kind of person. It's not like I'm going to talk down to him, <laughs> but in terms of like, in terms of like a woman, it's like, well, what do we really have in common though? Like, what are you into? What's what's popping right now? BTS? The fuck is that? What is that? Like, it's like I don't know. You know? She likes to sleep with older guys, and I'm an older guy. That's what we have in common. <laughs> it, that was that was yeah. I know that was a horrible joke. I get it. But yeah, like I don't know. Like, there's got to be something wrong with the dude. Like, there's got to be some. There's yeah. got to be something else that is out there that that is going on with the guy. And maybe by asking him. You know, hey, like, why? And and saying, okay, well, dude, you need to go get help, and this is where you can kind of find it. Yeah. So I got you. So this last one's a good one. I literally found this one as you were joining the call to begin okay. with. Okay. And uh, I just thought it was great. Now I'm gonna alter some of the wording here because it is it's a little bit more vulgar. It, it, um, uh, so I accidentally got off to a picture of my sister. What do I do? Should I go to see a therapist? So I got up. To I got off to off my sister. to a picture of my sister. Yeah, okay. uh, he says he says that he nutted, but I don't know. It just feels too, <laughs> it, it feels too dirty. It feels too dirty. So it says I'm 13. My sister is 16 and has a lot of hot friends. I have a massive crush on one of her best friends, Ava, and I was I was thinking of uh, I was having a moment of intimacy to her Instagram and then I came across a newer post post with a collage of bikini pictures at the beach. I was uh, about to have the moment of ecstasy when I saw a picture of Ava and her friend from behind in their bikini. And I thought that her friend was super hot. Um, and then he found out it was his sister, but he still had his moment of ecstasy anyways. 
Now he's really ashamed. He feels disgusted and doesn't know what he should do um, as he just had a very intimate moment with his sister. And even though to myself, she was very attractive before I knew it was her, I don't know what to do. And am I going crazy and even want to look at my sister? And I don't even want to look at my sister anymore. So what? how would you help out uh, Josie Moe, 1937? I think you fucked up going on such a public thing <laughs> meaning like using like a thing like that versus using like these other people in this other world like if you're watching porn those aren't people that you even see on tv mm -hmm. so like it stays in fantasy world or it stays in fake world but you're doing this to real life shit you're doing this to your own reality tv show via instagram <laughs> that's not good that's how you start to mix this shit up you know what i mean so i think that's where this kid fucked up seek all the help seek every help um because me personally like i've I've, I've had divorced parents too mm -hmm. um i've lived with many people in my house stepsisters stepmom whatever i never had that i never i that i just never broke that home is always a place of solace always a place of peace for me i've never broken that you know what i mean dude those the, it does like i hate that like the 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 good websites are filled with all that nonsense like i've seen so many relationship advice questions and so many advice questions coming up about it and like literally i, I think i was actually talking about it on one of the, a podcast that i may or may not have actually put out there because it was one of the few times that i was having issues recording okay. but like you go to that main page and like literally of the top like 30 or 40 videos that are there 50 percent or more are just stepbrother stepsister and it's like Yes, it's kind of a cool little afterthought because of the convenience and all the other fun shit. But like, you did like no, like no, no. You just no. I have a theory on this. Actually, this is oh, rant. No. This is crazy that we came to this. Sorry. If you're if if I'm if you're okay with me sharing it, go for it, man. So from so from 2006 on, that's the onset of um, high speed internet, right? So with high speed internet and porn that way you're getting much faster and much more of a feed than you would like your dad's normal like playboys right he yeah. got a new set of girls a month let's just say <laughs> right depending about how many magazines you subscribe to yeah right yeah <laughs> but at the point that it was like a limited it wasn't like the internet and in that you can chase all novelty and have all novelty this is from a book i read called uh, your okay. brain on porn by gary wilson he's since passed but um they talk about how since the advent of high-speed internet that like it has basically shaped the minds of men who sought porn out naturally through the internet in that it's becoming more and more and more taboo like even on the front page it's becoming mm -hmm. even more and more and more taboo like i'm sure you even remember a few years ago the milf thing was the was the most was the was the hottest thing on the planet just I the can, idea yeah. of of fucking your neighbor's mom or something like that or, or a mom in your that. neighborhood right oh, yeah. milf 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 well now it's not the mom next door it's the mom inside it's the mom indoors so how how else can i fuck this up like how fucked up can we get like in here so i think that from 2007 six i'm sorry to now we're seeing that ramp up to where we don't have you don't even have to search for the super crazy shit it's kind of right there right like when you see it I, I just, I feel like it's, it's the next evolution. Cause like, I remember, uh, one of the, one of the few, when I was a pirate, when I used to be a pirate and I used to get a lot of shit, 
it was it was funny because I was like I I was like I wonder what some of the early Playboy centerfolds look like, right? And all of a sudden, I was a pirate for a while in Pirate Bay, and one of the things was like, dude, you can have every single centerfold, every single photo shoot from the inception of Playboy till it's you know like, like final publication, and like it, it's weird because you can almost see from decade to decade or even like the the year that it starts is like you hit this thing and you're like, Oh, this is the new, and this is the new, and this is the new. Mm -hmm. And every year there's this new hot commodity. You know, it used to be the girl next door. Then it was the mom next door. Now it's the, you know, Oh, it's, you know, the brother sister thing. And a lot of people are like, Oh, that's super hot and attractive. And, and like, you know, you, you think of all these things and you just, you watch the slow progression and it, it doesn't make sense. It, it mm -hmm. does make sense. And it's, it is a little fucked up. It is a little fucked up. Yeah. So for me, I have to back it. It it doesn't enter, like in my mind, the scenario or the porn scenario never enters the home. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's yeah. all those other storylines when they're at a hotel, when they're here, when they're there. It just never enters the home. Like in my mind, like because yeah. I uh, I was literally I, I was I was uh, I was I was looking through some videos. I'm not gonna lie. And there is an actress, and it's really interesting because I love the doppelgangers that are out there. And you're like, okay. is that so and so? And you look <laughs> at it, and they're like, oh no, that's you know, that's that's uh, Tiffany Tiffany Reed. She looks very much like you know so and so. Uh, you know, yeah, she, there was she, like Nalen Palin and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, right? yeah. And you're like, how the okay. like she looks so much like Sarah Palin, <laughs> and it hit home for me. Like it hit home because it was like, oh, I was like, oh, oh, fuck. And like I had like and like all of a sudden I snapped out of it, you know yeah. I snapped out of that moment of, of of feeling you know happy go lucky Jared time and all of a sudden I'm like, is that who I think it is and it it hit really close for me and it it threw me out and it's so weird because you're right you know when you come into a sanctum or a very specific spot to where you you can't have those thoughts it gets really fucked up but the dude you're thirteen. Number one, you're 13. Your hormones are through the fucking roof. True. Now, um, I wouldn't be like, have you seen that really, really old? I think it was like an old German commercial or whatever about like some food for dinner or something weird like that, where they're doing chatterbait, basically the, the inception of chatterbait <laughs> and they're not showing anything above the neck. Right. And okay. it's the kid and his sister who are on opposite ends of the house and they match together. They fool around and he sits down at the table, realizes the shirt that his sister is wearing, the shirt he just mm. got off. And like, they're like super I've never seen that. Uh, it's such a cool commercial. I think it's like something German or some bullshit, <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But like, if you don't know to begin with and you're in that moment of ecstasy, like I've done some fucked up stuff when I was just horny as shit, right? You know, and then you look back on it, you're like, ah, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that post nut clarity of like, wait, what the hell? Yeah. So, I mean, dude, you, number one, you're 13. Good luck on the next five years of your life. If this is like, okay, you, you've had your weird fucking moment. You know, you're going to have five more years where it gets even worse. And hopefully you don't go to college, bud. <laughs> yeah. Stop using live rounds, though. Pick fake people that you're never going to touch <laughs> or see. Uh, yeah, that that's a problem. That will become a problem if you if you if you start using live rounds like that. That can be an issue. Yeah. Because then it, it's it's no longer it's a feasible thing, you know. Because like, dude, there there was a girl that I was talking to for a little while, and I hit her up, and like, 
that's how I had a relationship because I was just like, hey, you're really cute, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, I always thought you were cute. And I was like, oh, I hit a home run with this one. <laughs> and I, I kind of got lucky with that. But like to me, you, you, I, I went for one. I went one for one. Or I actually should say I went two for two for live, you know, people in the real world. But like I severely lucky with the two situations that I had. They were both very, very fucked up. But like, yeah, you, you're playing with fire. Eventually you're going to get burned. And I've still got all my fingers and toesies and I'm all good to go. So <laughs> we'll, I, I think I'm done playing with fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh man, now I I am I I'm sorry, Chris, that we lost like 20 minutes of audio. It's totally fine. It happens. Oh, my God, I know. Uh, so, okay, so I I don't have any other questions. I don't have anything else out there for you. I feel really bad because usually there's a natural progression, and I feel like I've just been spewing my weirdness out to the people in the world, and, and <laughs> you have this look like, dude, Jared's a little fucked up. Yeah, a little bit, man. <laughs> a little bit. No, it's just I'm like, oh, wow, this is a question. Like, this is a hard question. Like, these are questions I don't. I, I seek an absolute peace in that. I, these things are never, never in my sphere. Now, it, it, to me, to me, it's either you're, you're, you're either going to do it or you don't. There, yeah. There's no... There's you don't ever try to find that middle ground. Give me a this is why you shouldn't do it or this is why you should, you know? Yeah, there's because you, you sit there and you, you, you hover over the do I send this message to her or not for long enough and your body's just going to go oh there it's sent. Can't do anything about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Force so I got you. I got yeah. you. Uh, so, Chris, thank you so much for joining me. I know for a fact I'm going to ask you to come back on, dude. This has been way too fun. Well, I promise Next time I will set and forget and not have any audio issues. I promise you. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, I'm, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. You know, so it's always uh, fun. Pip yourself out. Where can everybody find you? Okay, I am on Arkham Dropouts podcast on TikTok, um, and then just you can just go on Spotify. Arkham Dropouts. That's us. Me and Ian. I think we're gonna have episode four out. We're already gonna record tomorrow, so we got some more good stuff on there. Awesome. How often do you guys drop? Out of curiosity. Uh, we do once a week. Once a week? Uh, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday? We record on Tuesday, and I think we drop on Sunday. Wow, that's quite the turnaround time. Yeah, I think we record on Tuesday. Yeah, Ian gets off. Yes, and then we drop like right around on Sunday. Yeah, something All like right. that. Well, yeah. I have something to look forward to this Sunday. Dude, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, hang tight. And uh, to everybody out there listening... I know that this one's not going to be a video one because I messed up so much stuff. I'm just going to try to do the audio for it. So I do apologize. But hey, thanks for joining. We'll see you lovely, beautiful bastards later. Bye now. Peace, y'all.